the end of this keynote that we just said that you're familiar with this Magamara in Gitten, the story in the Gemara in Gitten. The end, Kisahimas Boad Nafsham Kilach, when it says Kilach, Hiragnum Silas Yam, Kisahimas Boad Nafsham, and so on, the story in the Gemara in Gitten, which uh, brings down in the in the art school that you're familiar with the um, the 400 of the of the boys and girls of Yushalayim of the Netinah Yekarim that were taken off to Rome to be used Khalila for terrible things and in the end in the end again without going to the question Halacha what how which is discussed in the postkim it's a very big Indian in Halacha but Lamaisa they um, they threw themselves into the ocean. They threw themselves into the ocean, and that Darmalach says, "Amah Hashem, he brought an oshev oshev in Mitzilas Yam." But the Ben Shalom says that he's going to bring them back from the depths of the sea. These beautiful children of Yushalayim, the boys and girls who threw themselves into the who threw themselves into the water. That's the end of the 16th kingdom. The 17th kina, we're going to say in a few minutes, the 17th kina continues with this particular theme, the, the sugya of, of children, of the suffering of children. In Teichalna, Noshim, Piryam, Oilei, Tipucham, Alilaili, the most frightening, horrible thing that we can't imagine, that women would eat the flesh of their own babies. Starving women would eat the flesh of their dead babies. In Tevashel Manoshim Rachmanis, Yiladim Hamadudim Tfachim Tfachim, if it could happen that compassionate women cooked their own children, if it could happen that the locks of their hair were torn from their heads when they were tied by the fleet and horses and so on, and it goes on, if you see the Kina focuses on the on the breakdown between parents and children, on the ritzichas, on the tearing away, the tearing apart of children from parents and parents from children. <laughs> that there's a specific kina for that for that type of tsara that took place then the boys and girls jumping into the ocean so they wouldn't be defiled in Rome <coughs> and then to the outcome of the Khurban, the slaughtering of children in front of their parents and parents watching their children being killed It was some time ago. I know it might still, not, I think they finished it. But there's a series of of articles in in the Shabbos Hamadiyah. It was ready during the winter because this was from Tavis of articles, recollections of a yid. Actually, somebody that my father knows very well. They grew up together. They grew up together in in in, in the city of Ungvar in some Czechoslovakia, Hungary, the Carpathian Mountains. And this or Moshe Katz who lives in Farakwa. 
there were, I think, four or five brothers, and my father was there, they were friendly. So he's um, transcribing this, with Maisha Katz, he is transcribing some memoirs that he has from those days, from the Mulchama, from the war. And this, this uh, it struck me back in the winter when I was reading this from the 25th of Tavis, from January 25th. There was a there was a deportation. The Jews at that time, as you know, at the end of the war, the Jews from Hungary were the last to be taken. And you know that the Hungarians had their own Gestapo, the Arrow Cross. They were as vicious or more vicious, some say, than the than the Nazis. And they were determined to collect the remaining 100,000 Jews that were, in, that were in Hungary. And they were, they were bringing them from, from Budapest. But at that time, as it was nearing the end, they wanted to save as much time as possible and as much energy as possible not to have to use the trains when it wasn't necessary. So whoever they could kill easily while still in, in Budapest, they would do. So I'm reading to you, Kat says, wrote this. You know, there were some Jews in Budapest that were able to hide through the entire war. And that's itself that... that that itself is a very, very that itself is a very, very interesting story and in how and what. Be honest, Steif, the other people that were there. The general curfew was now imposed in the city from ten o'clock every night. Anyone found in the streets a second after ten was picked up and taken to jail or shot immediately as a spy. Our false papers had held up so far because they had On the evening following the great deportation, I heard a tremendous commotion coming from below our apartment. So there was going to be a huge deportation the following day. So the Arakuras um, wanted to make the deportation less crowded. So there was a tremendous commotion from below our apartment across the street where the Danube River flowed swiftly past. You know there's a beautiful, beautiful river in, in Budapest, the Danube. My father and mother have told me it's magnificent. And he says, I looked out the window to see what was causing it. Why was there such a commotion downstairs? The streets were filled with soldiers and policemen. And a long line of trucks snaked its way into the piers. Rather than backing up to the loading platforms of the factories along the banks of the river, they were backing up to the water's edge. Then from the backs of the truck, the soldiers and police hauled out a cargo of children. Hundreds of crying, screaming children, one by one, and threw them bodily into the Danube, where they were carried away by the mighty current. This will make it easier on the trains the following morning. They were just dumping from the back of these dump trucks. They were dumping Jewish children into the Danube. I can still see the horrible image of their little hands raised in terror and then sucked into the depths. 
Those few who were able to swim and try to save themselves were gunned down in a hail of machine gun bullets. The river turned red with blood. This outrageous scene lasted throughout the night and was repeated during the next few days. It was, uh, it was a scene of unimaginably cruel depravity. When the guns fell silent, there were 20,000 fewer children in the world. That wouldn't even right now in the world as being inappropriate, an inappropriate act of, uh, of violence. The whole day of Tishbav is a day of Siddiqah Din. And with Siddiqah Din, with accepting Hashem's judgment, we're able to cry and to ask. And all of Kinas is asking and crying and begging Hashem that even though we believe in you and we know that it's all somehow, somehow, it's somehow good, but we can't, we don't understand, we can't take it and we don't understand it. So even though the Rabbani Shalom's ways are so hidden to us, are so hidden from us, we have certain diluyim from Chazal. There are things that were revealed to Chazal. In Machlaikas of Kairach. So there, Rashi brings the Medrash. <coughs> Come and see how terrible Machlaikis is. A Bezdin of this world can't punish anybody until he's by mitzvah, bas mitzvah. There's no punishments. And Bezdin Shamalat, Esim Shon, and the higher Bezdin until the age of 20, there are no punishments. The Khan, but over here, as a result of the Machlaikis, that within our people, amongst Jews, there was Machlaikis, there was fighting. Chazal say, the Khan of Af Even little babies who were still nursing, who were being nursed by the mothers, like we're going to say right now in the Kina, that the nursing babies were, were taken away from the mothers and, and murdered. And that the mothers who had nursed their babies <coughs> saw their babies die in their arms. The can of do af So Chazal is saying something which is a pachet. Chazal is telling us that even though we don't know specifically why this happened, why that happened, why did this child die, and we don't try to touch up and to explain what the Bani actions are, but Chazal is telling us clearly that there's something extraordinary, there's something different and horrible, especially regarding children, that happens as a result of machlaikas. Because generally there's a klal, everybody knows, generally there's a rule that you don't punish unless someone's guilty. There's no punishment without sin. And then, you can't punish somebody without warning that person. So how can it be that How can it be that little babies who are nurse, being nursed? How could it be that they should be that they should be killed? How could such a thing happen? They're not guilty of anything. This. 
And they weren't part of the Machlaikis. It had nothing to do with, with they had no tiniest of Meshur Abbeinu and Aaron, these babies, these children. And they were all swept underground. So what we see, and what apparently what Chazal is teaching us here, in the Machlaikis of Kairach, and we're only allowed to say this because it's, it's clear in Chazal. That there is, there's something that seems to be called an Oynish Hatzibur. There's an Oynish, there's a punishment. It can't be on the Yechidim, on the individuals, because babies, they're innocent. Elamai, there's an Oynish Hatzibur. There's such a thing as a communal punishment. That a Kehila, a Tzibur, Hashem can reach a point where there's so much decay as a result of machlaikas, of inner turmoil of machlaikas, that the entire tzibur is given a clap. And the Dabar Shalom is saying, Chazal is teaching us this, that the Dabar Shalom is saying that when a tzibur is undermining itself as a tzibur, how come this one is like that? How come he's like that? I should be the leader. How come he's the leader? Who do you think he is? Who do you think she is? An average day in any shul. But certainly an average Shabbos. An average day, yeah, people are too much in a hurry. But sometimes even on a regular day. And it's Sibur and a Kehila. That when there's, God forbid, when it breaks apart as it's Sibur from inside, Chazal teaching us that there's an that there's an einish, there's a punishment of the tzibur that af yoyin keshadayim. Rashi brings down the kan avdu af yoyin keshadayim that even nursing babies are caught up in the punishment, and the tzibur is given a clap. Hashem yirachim, the community is given a clap. The Medrash, in the Medrash we find that at the time of the Churb Mesa Mikdash, the Malachim, the Malachim came to the Barishim with a couple of Tainas. They came to Hashem with some Tainas. Aleph. What was the first Taina? The Taina was that in the Torah of Barishim, there's a din that you gave in the Torah, that when you shecht a chaya or an aif, the din is, there's a chiv of what? Kisri Adam. There's a din that the blood has to be covered with dirt. There's a din of Kisri Adam. And over here, at the, in the Churban, in Eicha Shov Chudamam Kemahim, Jewish blood is being spilled. And there's no, we don't see any Kisri Adam. We don't see that you have a Hakpada, that the Jewish blood should be covered. That even the blood of, an, of a high knife is covered. It's chederach heretz. So the malachim had a tiny tasha. You're not mekayim the mitzvah. Kis adam shavach dam shavuch shavchud dam and kamay. So whatever happened to your halach of kis adam? That's the first time. And the second time it says in the Torah, Yisav is bnei lasishul to be a mecha. This is din in the Torah that you can't shech the mother and the calf on the same day. You have a din in the Torah. It's a nice din. Yisav is bnei. And over here, the Malachim said, The same day, fathers, mothers, babies. The same day. What about the Halachim? And the third Taina the Malachim had, 
that the halach is by Nagoyim when the house is menuga, when the house is determined to be a leprous house, it's a bias menuga. So of course it has to be destroyed. But the din is that before you that before you the the, the house that's menuga, you you take out all the kalim. You take out the utensils that could become tame. But by the Chubim Beis you destroy the Bani Shalom, you destroy the Beis HaMikdash with the clay, with the, with the kalim, the whole thing, the kit and caboodle. We couldn't take out even the kalim. You didn't let us take out the kalim. Everything was destroyed. Three tainas in Halacha. That the Malachim came to the Bani the Medrash brings Neicha. So the Bani Shalom did not engage in the pilpul. He didn't go into any lambdas. We're all waiting to hear some v'yesh loimers. We heard the v'im timers and we're waiting for the good v'yesh loimers. It's a good terutsum. The Bani Shalom says one thing to the three kashas. Klum yesh shalom ba'olam. Is there shalom? In the world. Is there shalom meaning in the world? Among Yidin. Is there peace? With Jews. Hoyl ve'en shalom, ain't klum. That's it. A first answer. The Baruch Shalom's hoyl ve'en shalom, ain't klum. Is Yidin are not getting along with each other? Hoyl ve'en shalom, I'm not emptying up any of the caches. Ain't shalom, if there's no shalom, then there's no program. It's finished. He doesn't answer. Ain't klum. Garnished. I don't have to answer anything. Ain't shalom, ain't klum. So there's a famous teaching of the Arizal that's brought down in the Sfarm, the Rabbi Shmelkin, all that said they can bring down this teaching from the Ariyah Kaddish that we once spoke about around six, seven years ago. The Ariyah Kaddish says a, a half a dick thing here, listen. Half a dick. If it wouldn't be, be Tishabh, maybe we could even enjoy it because it's so half a dick. The Ariyah Kaddish taught the following. It says in Pasuk, everybody knows the Pasuk. There's something in, 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 in halacha that you don't know, you, that, the, that the local bate dinim can't figure out. It's a pella. There, there's an issue in halacha to distinguish between this dam and that type of blood in halacha, ben din ladin, dinim halachis and chashemishpat, nega la nega. There is an issue with the nega that's not clear. Divrei revise b'sharach. Or there are there's there are disagreements in halach that are taking place in your cities. What's the, what's the Torah's The kamta vali salamokim ashiv chashem You should get up and you should go to the place that the Bereshit has chosen, and you have to go where to Yishlaim, to Besamikdis, to Luskas Agazis, and there's the Sanhedrin, and and you get the halach. So the Arizal said the following. Remember this. Remember this the next time you feel like making, not that everybody does, that, but the next time you're thinking of making some trouble over something, or to argue, or to make a fight. Machlaikis. Ki mimcha. Tarizah said, if you have a pella, if it's a question to you, it's something you can't understand how God runs the world. You can't understand it's a pella. Like the Malachim had, a pella. It, it, you don't understand. You come and you ask the Rebbein Shalom. I don't understand. 
What's my kasha? Ben dam le dam. why do you make a distinction that the blood of a of a of a chai of an animal of a beast and of a bird? When it's shechted, at least is there a that the blood is covered. You can't understand. Why is the Barishtha making a difference? Why does he distinguish between the blood of a Jew and the blood of an animal? There's no kisi hadam by Jewish blood. Or bendin din In halacha. How can it be, Darizal said, like Malachim asked, there's a din, there's a halach in your idea. There's a din of what? Ice of your mouth. You can't shacht on the same day, the mother and the calf. You can't shacht. Then din la din. Then nega la nega. The three things that the Medrash brings to the Malachim asked. Then nega la nega. How could it be? Rabbi you have a kasha that Caleb from Besamiktis don't deserve to be taken out. You didn't give us a chance. So there's one answer that Rizal says, there's one answer for all three kashas. The answer is what, Rabbi Sai? Divrei Rivais Bisharach. Im ein shalom ein klum. You want to know what the answer is to all your kashas, which means these three are all kashas, they're three million kashas. They're kashas about children dying, about nachlis, about terrible tsaras, and they can give a mil- you can give a million terutsim and find all kinds of things and make all kinds of cheshbainis with this and make a seminar for that and a day a yom iyun for this and a yom iyun for that. Darizal says there's one answer because that's what Chazal revealed to us. Divrei rivais b'sharecha. So you upgraded from regular milk to chal of Yisrael. Kivaldik. And you made a you, you 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 got together a minion and you threw out the television from the house. Yo, you should be say sir El Yoin. And you threw out the television and you made a bar dynamis. It's like a valdig and And you never wore a gatla. Now you put on a gatla. It's beautiful. You decided now that you're going to learn th- this uh, mesach that you never learned before. And you're going to try to tackle it. You're going to you're going to go into your vomis with all your heart and soul. It's all gevaldik. Chazal are telling us, Amen Shalom Enklu. You want to fix the Sefer Torah, you're worried about the mezuzahs, all these things where people, when something goes wrong, they're worried about checking the mezuzahs. It's true. Check the mezuzahs. It's so much easier to check mezuzahs that are on the doorposts than the divrei rivais bisharacha. A mezuzah is besacha bisharacha. To check the mezuzah that's on the that's on the doorpost, on the gate, is a lot easier than checking the people who are inside the shah. Because the Torah gives one answer, divrei rivais b'sharacha. Anytime you make machlaikas, or you participate in machlaikas, anytime you join into machlaikas, it's a b'chin of adas kairach, and when it comes to adas kairach, aklal v'kan ovdu af yoin keshadayim. There's an oinish Hashem yirachim of a tzibur, of a community. A tzibur. That a community can be punished with babies, little children who never sinned. And what's the what's the refuel? What's the cure? Shalom. So the Arizal says, Lift yourself up. Make yourself into a big person. Don't get dragged into the narish kind. Don't get, don't, don't get dragged into the narish kind. Ah. Become to Valisa. Get up and to go where? 
Hashem looked after the place to Yushalayim. What's great about Yushalayim? So Avizal says, Yushalayim is supposed to be the city of peace. It's supposed to be the city where Jews are joined one together. And it's a city that's undivided, belongs to the Jewish people. A city, a city of Klai Yisrael. You know, he said last night in the fifth parak, the Megillah, the crown of our head has fallen. Which is, this is Besamekdish. Is called a terrorist reshain. Oy na alonu kichatan. Oy vei vei we have sinned. Oy na alonu kichatan. So what is this kichatan? We have sinned. I mean, the, the Megillah is telling us different things that that that, that uh, happened, tragedies. Not for a terrorist reshain. It's chum mesamekdish. So oy na alonu kichatan is a separate thing. What do you have to? What are you bringing up over here? What are you? What are you saying? Vidui over here. We see from here, Rabbi Yisai, that the availus of Tishabov, and let's take it to heart, the availus of Tishabov is not just to recount, to remember the tragedies that have befallen us. That's not it. And if you just stop there, then it's like the museum. Yad Vashem is an important place. The Holocaust Museum in Washington, even though I have a lot of, we all have a lot of time to have certain things that are done there, but of course, of course, it's a place. place. Those are memorials. Tishabov is not just to remember. When I said last night to stop by the grave of Klai Yisrael and to remember, when it says in the Megillah, it means that it's not enough to remember, but the Rabbi Shalom wants on Tishabov that we should be misboining, we should think and try to understand to the best of our abilities what Chazal taught us, the Shirish of our suffering, the root of Tzaris. And over here, Chazal have revealed to us that children who die, innocent people die, because of machloikas. Not because of mezuzahs without letters. That's a, it's a school, it's, it's, it's a shmira. But like the Ramam says, that's not the point of a mezuzah, the shmira. It's a side benefit, it's a fringe benefit. A mezuzah has a, has a shmira. But here we see Beferish, that you don't understand why there's so much service, that innocent children, you go, go to 68th Street and go there into the hospital and you'll see the Yiddish kinder, Jewish children, little children that are suffering with cancer. And here, you know, we're not allowed to say Chazal toward us. That it's divrei riva is b'sharacha. It ain't shalom, ain't klum. The person doesn't even answer us. Why, Hashem? Ki polimcha ben dom ladom ben din ladin ben nega lanega. Why does this happen to us? This is a main shalom, ain't klum. You guys first get along with each other. Stop killing each other. Stop insulting each other. Stop looking into each other's lives. Stop measuring and judging. Stop looking down on each other. Divay 
is that we have to focus our bias on the shayish of what's wrong. Means we have to admit because you know how hard it is. could mean that even as we're leaving here today, someone could have could make a riv with somebody that you moved my pillow, or you moved my chair, or my car. You're blocking my car in this way or that way, which is all true and shouldn't be done. But there could be and we all fall into those things. Every one of us falls into those things. This this kina that we're going to read now is so horrible, it's so frightening. Then Tachlis is not to scare us. But if Jewish children long ago jumped into the water, Hakidish Hashem, and if Jewish children a short time ago were dropped from a truck into the Danube, Al-Kiddush Hashem. And his Jewish children, even now, are either languishing in sickness, in hospitals, or being, or, or being hurt by our enemies. If the Torah is revealing to us that it is that means that we can't, we can't change all of Klai's so we don't know how to, we can't do that. We don't know what to do about that. We can only daven. But, but, what we, but what we can do is a tzibur can certainly work on that. A tzibur can certainly work on that. And if we believe Bermuna Shleimah, if we believe Bermuna Shleimah, Chazala teaching us, and we have to believe Bermuna Shleimah that it's true, that it means Shalom and Klum, then as a tzibur, each tzibur, those who are here as part of the tzibur in our shul, those who are part of the tzibur, their yeshiva bachum are part of the tzibur in their yeshiva, or yingalaita, that's their tzibur, or whatever shul you go to that you have, that's your tzibur, that's your community, or the wider, broader tzibur that we're, that we're in. Sometimes you have a person, that there are people that those, I don't know where this came from, but somebody left on my desk. I don't know, there are no names, and I don't know who left it for me. So I get the, left these things like to upset me. I don't know why I'm supposed to do about it. I guess somebody wants me to do something, but it doesn't say any names. But I saw there was a, on my desk, there's somebody who wrote about that, that there's a, there are certain problems. With, there are people that are carrying uh, places in Woodsburg, other places that the Arab is not there, and whatever, and that it's important to, it's important to, to be mechazek to Eilam, to know we're, you know, exactly we're in Woodsburg and so on Because nobody should go to bed carry And this person wanted to have that posted That people should know That maybe they should put up a map And all the schools should That sounds like a very reasonable is, is that reasonable? I thought it was very reasonable Sounds to me like a very smart thing It's a very good idea And it was written in a, in a very nice way that, that he's worried that people shouldn't be either So this person Got back. He, he gave me the, the emails that he got back from the people, some people in the community. And Rabbi said, I didn't know that it was written by that these things were written by Jews. I would think that they were written by anti-Semites. Who do you think you are? And you like a worthless nobody. And you're going to tell us what? To, I don't even know what. I don't understand. What did he do? He said. He says, I would like. I would like. We, we could do something to save Jews from being Ivan and Isser. And he said it in the nicest way. Vicious, disgusting letters that he's getting. 
Obviously, one of the chaverim who's sitting here told me about a certain tikkun that he wanted to make for a certain Indian to help in halacha, and it was done in the nice to make it the nicest way. He got back. He told me I don't remember how many 50, 75 emails, people. Who do you think? What are you doing? What are you this? And you're that. But in such, with such nivulun ashchases, machlekes, crazy things that people get themselves into machlekes. That's an etzibur in a, in a family. Machlaikis, brothers, sisters, daughter in law, son in law, people not talking to each other. You know, not even the sharim of the city, Bisharacha. In the same place where you have the hundred dollar mezuzah, you know with the fancy case? You got the best mezuzah because you want to protect your children, right? And you took out the most insurance on your kids, and you built them the biggest house, and you got them the fanciest mezuzah. This way you got the $100 mezuzah, $100 is already a clinic, you got a $200 mezuzah. And then the case is the envy of the entire block. Nobody ever saw such a mezuzah case. All of this is what? Sharm analysis Yisrael. So you can protect your children, because you love your children. And in that same house, you could be sitting there, machloikis, husband, wife, parents, children, talking about other Jews. And here, Chazal revealed to us, Amen Shalom and Klum. Even babies that are being nursed. Tishrav is not just is not just to remember. Tishrav is to repair. It's not to just have a shone a little bit. He cracks a yom kippur. Tishrav is to remember that this is why Chazal revealed to us. We're not making these things up. To repair this. And that here in our tzibur we have to do the best we can. Whatever we can do. That there shouldn't be machlaikas. And if there's something that you want to talk about that you don't like. Something you think could be different. That at least you should, be, you should do it with emails, Not in this, there's this new thing with emails and with the blogging. And all kinds of ashkhasas. That people could say disgusting things and make machlaikas without even saying who they are. Like Like cowards. That they're able to say lashon hara mechilas without even without even standing up and whatever and all these things. But now they can use technology to make more machlokes. And then everybody's wondering, how could it be that this baby, oh yeah, little child, oh, yeah, 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 what everybody would do for a child, and then there's no machlokes. It's interesting, no? That I didn't hear yet. That if there's God forbid a baby that's sick and someone puts out an email, can we say tell him? I don't know if yet that anybody should say, who do you think you are suggesting that we daven for this baby? That I didn't hear yet, Bo Hashem. I don't think there's machloikas that everybody loves the children. This I didn't hear yet, machloikas. I'll hear people making fun that this kid put on a hat, or this kid wears this kind of yarmulke, this kid goes to that yeshiva, that yeshiva is not good, this yeshiva is not good. That I hear. But on a child's health, I think that's where the machloikas ends. So if we want our children to be healthy and well, and we want ourselves to be healthy and well, that we should to greet Mashiach Tzakeinu, let's admit, and let's repair, let's fix, and do whatever we can, so we should never, ever, ever have to suffer through these tra- tragedies. Everybody knows the burning of the Sifetayim, the Maruz, Shasim, the destruction of Churban of Tyre, which is connected, of course, to the to the kina of Arzay Levana Adia Tyre, that there are special kinas for there are special kinas for the for the death, the loss of Tamir Chachamim of Tzadikim, 
and special kina for the destruction of of Gemaras, of Shaz, <coughs> of Tyre, the loss of Tyre, that there's a special connection, a special kina, a special chalik of the Chorb Mechlal is the Indian of the loss of Tyre, of Shali Sufa Be'esh, and Arzei Halavanin. We're not talking about a specific problem in Golas. You might think that perhaps they were talking about that in Golas there's a problem, that one of the, one of the consequences of Golas, one of the unfortunate outcomes of Golas is that because of Golas that there's a loss of Tyre. That's one of the one of the symptoms, uh, one of the results of Golas is that there's there's also a problem with with Tamilicham, the loss of Tamilicham dying, and and Shali Sufa Be'esh, and the loss of Tyra and Messiah and so on. But that that would be incorrect to say. We have to understand that. That the, the Torah and Besamikdash, and subsequently the Churban of Torah, the loss of Torah and Chachmas of Torah, is inseparable from Churban Besamikdash. Can't be separated. Let me explain this for a few minutes, and then we'll finish the keynes. We read, we read in Eichel last night, in the second parak, Malkar v'sareh ha'bagayim ain tayr. That her king, Malkar v'sareh ha'bagayim, ain tayr. That we don't have a Malchus anymore, we don't have a king. And the Malchus has gone into Galus. And ain tayr, and there's no tayr. So we need to understand on our level what's the connection between those two. Does the does the Mitzvahs of Tyre depend upon there being a king? Malka v'sarah bagayim ain't Tyre. There's no Melech. There's no Malchus. So right now we have no Melech and we have no Malchus. And Baruch Hashem, we always have we always have our Mishnayos, our Gemaras. We have our Chomoshim, we have our Nevi'im, we have our Tur and Shulchan Aruch, And wherever we've been in Golis, wherever we've gone, we've set up right away, like when we first came to Mitzrayim, wherever we go, we set up right away, Bat Medrashim, places to learn. So what does that mean? Malka v'sareh ha'bagayim ain't Tyra. There's no king, there's no Tyra. His Talmidim, his son, all the Talmidim from Avkuk, from Abbas Medvish, explain what they heard from Avkuk many times and we've discussed over the years. Avkuk would often say, Damison, he heard this from his Rabbi. Avkuk received this from his Rabbi. Who is the Rabbi of Avkuk? No. The Nitziv was the Rabbi of Kuk. Really, of Kuk was Makabal this Mahalach from, from, from the Nitziv. This comes from Valozhin. The Rav Kuk would often talk about the difference 
between Tyrus Aklal and Tyrus Aprat. There's a Torah that's called the Torah of the Klal, of Klal Yisrael, of the larger picture of the community of our people. And there's the Torah that's called Torah Saprat, of the individual. So when the Gemara says in the first paragraph of Chagiga, because the Jewish people have gone into Golis from their place, there's no greater Bittal Torah than Yidin being in Golis from Yishalayim. So, so we understand that on the simplest level, the Bittal Torah of Golis is simply as a result of as a result of schlepping, as a result of tsaras, as a result of the yeshivas dispersing and and being being broken up, and the suffering of Talmud Chacham and so on. We understand that there's bittul tire that that causes a problem with tire with the learning of tire on even a simpler level. Any time two guys are sitting together uh, and they're sitting by the Gemara and they start the shmuz about other things, all the other things in the world that you otherwise wouldn't think of except when you're having your harusa, and you start the shmuz, that's bittul tire. It's bittul tire. So any time there's bittul tire of the prat, you understand that the, that a person's not learning. Or he's talking about he's talking about dvarim betalim. So Golis has obviously a tremendous impact upon the quality of our learning. And this Bittal Torah, which is a tragedy. The loss of the Torah of that individual is a tragedy. But then there's something else Rav Cook explained. There's Torah Saklal. And the Bittal of Torah Saklal, it means, listen carefully, because it's so easy not to think about this. Because of exactly what Rav Kook says, we have to remember that the tachlis of Torah was not is not just to guide us, each individual prat, each separate little yid, in his own personal life of tikkun amidus and tefillah and tveikus b'shem, all of the good stuff. The tachlis of Torah is not only for the individual person to ennoble and to make great the prat, that person, but the tachlis ultimately of Torah is that Klolius Knesset Yisrael as a klal, as an umma, as a nation, should live together as a mamlechus kahan of Kodesh, as a holy nation. Mamlechus kahan of Kodesh. Therefore, the individual person is expected through learning to learning Torah is expected to lift himself up to become an Adam Kaddish, a Heligamensh, a holy person. That's the Teres Prat. And everything you learn in Torah, in, in, in Shas and Poskim, of how to live and how to think, and in Muslim and Chassidus and so on, how to think and how to live, anything that you're learning has that purpose of making you into a Heligamensh, into a holy Prat, into a holy person of peace. Of Klai Yisrael. But the Ummah, the nation, Klai Yisrael, if, if when we learn Nevi'im, again in Yeshiva, at least the Yeshiva that I, the Yeshivas I went to, we didn't learn Nevi'im Achrayinim. We learned Nevi'im Rishayinim. 
But we didn't learn really Nevi Machrein. When you learn Navi, even Nevi Mishrein, but especially Nevi Machrein, but, but all, all of Nach, you get a feeling for the bigger picture of what the Baruch Shalom expects of us to be Mamachs Kahanam Kaddish, and Orla Amim, and Orla Goyim, to be a light to, to the whole world. What about the whole world? For most of us, the whole world goes into that area of the Erev. That's called the whole world and Eretz Yisrael. Or if you, you know, or if it's Ben Hazmanim, every other place in the world. But our world is, is relatively small. But the Baruch Shalom's expectation of Klai Yisrael is we should be a light for the world. A holy nation. Now, Rav Cook explains, as a result of Golis, what naturally took place was since we no longer were functioning as a nation, as an Ummah, as a people in our country, in our land, the natural result of Golis, of Pizur, of dispersion, of separation, the natural result of that would be that Jews would begin to focus these lonely Jews in their little communities, Shtetlach, these Jews would begin to focus on Torah Saprat, on the Torah of the individual, of how I can make myself great, but not on the bigger picture of Klai Yisrael. The Klai Yisrael is a Malchus, a Mamlechus Kodesh. And the questions of, of what it means, Malchus Yisrael, what's Malchus Yisrael, and Sanhedrin, and Nevuah, and Hashor Sashchina, all of the all of the big things all of the big things that, that are not learned day to day in yeshiva of what it means we focused instead on creating separate individual tzaddikim so we're successful if you created tzaddik in Poland we created tzaddik in Hungary we created tzaddik in England, America, in Tunisia in Algeria, in Paris so we were working throughout the years of Galus to create private sweet and beautiful little tzaddikim. And if you get a couple of them, then you have a, a chash of a city, and, and they try to mishpi on other Jews to be better people, better Jews. The Nitziv, of Kuk's Rabbi, wrote at length, Mitzkedai, if any of you have his parish on the Shiltas, Tahamik Shaila Bechlal, the Nitziv's Hamik Shaila is Hafladik. Doesn't need anybody's askama, certainly not mine. But the hakdama of the nitziv to the hamik shel, which is like a history of klai yisrael b'terish what happened with us, our relationship. So you see there that the nitziv explains the difference between the tkufa of the bias rishon, the period of the first base emektus, which of course. That whole tkufa leading up to the binyan bias region of Nevi'im until the bias region. That whole tkufa, that whole period, the Nitziv describes as a period of Teresaklal, kings, prophecy, establishing ourselves in our land, of the, all the halachas, of all the halachas in Chayshamishbet in. In Zroim, all the halachas in Eitzel, the halachas. That was mostly the focus to establish a kingdom of holy people. The Nitziv says was the bias region. 
Kufas Bayashaini, the second Bismakdish, which continues till now, this Kufa, the Nitzib says as a result of that larger and unbelievably vast dis- devastation, Klayasol was broken into billions of pieces, and we retreated and recoiled. We left our land and we left the bigger picture of Malchus Yisrael. And the focus was now going to turn towards making great individuals. Towards just the person. How could I become a better Yid? The Torah of Golas is not Isaac in the building of our people. Whoever has, whoever has opened Rav Cook's letters, Rav Cook's ayers, whoever has entered into that magnificent world knows that there isn't a page where Cook is not screaming and yelling and begging for the reinstitution of the Tyra of the people, of a nation, and a feeling of being part of a big of the big picture of the nation of Clolius Knesset Israel and building our nation in our Israel, building ourselves as a people. And letting go of goals. Do we understand? When it says in the Pasik, based upon this we can understand. You know, if Cook didn't say this, but we can understand. When it says in the Pasik, Malka Visareha Bagayim Ain Tyre. The the Melech has left. There's no Malchus. There's no feeling of a kingdom of Kla Yisrael. What we have now, this state is not the Malchus that that the Navi was talking about. Whether you like the state, you don't like the state, you vote, you don't vote, it's not what the Navi had in mind. I think everybody agrees to that. So, Malka, the Sarah Bagayim, Ain Torah doesn't mean God forbid that we don't have a Mishnah Brewer. Chas or Shal. It doesn't mean we don't have a Shas. It doesn't mean that we don't have, we don't have a Rashi or Ramban. It doesn't mean that in Golis we had a Vulnagarnach Sam Sofer. It doesn't mean. And we don't have now in all of our places Yeshivas and we're not learning. Malka, the Sarah Bagayim, maybe it means Ain Torah. Ain Torah doesn't mean there's no Torah at all. I think Rav Avinir. One of this great Tommy I think said this once. Ain't Torah doesn't mean that we don't have any Torah. It means that the bigger picture is messed up. The picture of ourselves as a people. The Torah's Ha'uma, the Torah's Ha'klal. Shreifas Ha'tara, the burning of Torah, and the death of Tamil Ham means that the bigger picture of who we are is distorted. When we, when the Nitziv died, when the Tziv died, he didn't only die as an individual Tamachacham, he died as a person around whom the entire people, our entire nation was able to rally. I was just reading last night about about the Gimel Elul, about the death of Rav Kook. I had a cheshik to read something there, and there's a, a new sefer that came out from one of the Talmidim of the Talmidim on Rav Yehuda's life, and it has a chapter on the, on the Stalkus of Rav Kook that was something like from a... Uh, from another time, Hamish, from a different world. Rabbi Zalman Meltzer was there when he died, standing by his bed. Rabbi Pesach Frank, Rabbi Yaakov Meshachalab. What kind of a Testalgus of Rav Kook? It's not just that Rav Kook died. It was in 1935. It wasn't just that Rav Kook died. It was a whole. It was. Malka Ain there are certain Tamil Chacham who speak only of the Teresa Prat. They're great people. 
and their entire focus is on, is on that sugya. And you might go to sleep one day, or you might not feel well and be in the yeshiva dormitory, and come back to the to the yeshiva two weeks later and see that you missed one line of taisus. And those are great people who are teaching us the depth of Torah, but are focused on this halacha, on this blood, on this taisus. And it's here, and his student Rav Kook and other great tzaddikim, the Quran, and other great tzaddikim, besides that they knew the taisus. Besides all of that, they saw the bigger picture of Chaim Oyezer. He saw the bigger picture. We're missing that very much nowadays. We have a lot of Talmud Chacham and Baruch Hashem who are able, who are connected to the Torah of Golas. To the Torah of Golas, which means to the blood, to the Rashi, to the Taisus, which is beautiful. But to the bigger picture of where is this leading us? Of, uh, that the Jewish people are supposed to, are B'nai Malachim, as we spoke about before, and a Malchus means a Malchus in our land. Amalchus, Besamikdish, Mashiach. The whole picture of Lubavitch Rebbe, he never forgot about it for a second. Every word of Lubavitch Rebbe was Malchus, it was Malchus. That's why some people got a little bit confused along the way between talking of the Malchus and making him into a Melech. Because it was all Malchus. Oh, you and Lubavitch Rebbe, whenever he said something, it was always to be a big person. He was always speaking about us. He worried about every Jew in the world. He worried about. He didn't just worry about the, the you know, what they call the Mekemes Atera. The Mekemes Atera, wherever there's a Jew, it's a Malkam And Lubavitcher worried about every Jew. Every lead, wherever he was, someplace. The only Jew in this place, there's Lubavitcher, found him. Because he was one of those people, like the Netziv, of Kuk, those people, the Gra, the Chsam Saif, they were Klolis, the Kayidan, Mamish. Malka Sarabagoyim Ain Tayru, who are trying to bring back Tayra to our people as a people and to make a Malchus of Kla Yisrael. This is a very, very deep sugya and it's late. We'll just finish a little bit before Hatsayas, we finish soon. There's an Oymik here. The Maharal, at the end of the 23rd parak of Netzach Yisrael, so the whole Seif and Netzach Yisrael is about Malchus Yisrael. So the, the Moral says, V'eilu Shnayim, the end of the Parakel of Gimel, in Netzach Yisrael. V'eilu Shnayim, Tairus Elokeinu, Ubeis Kodshenu, these two. Tairus Elokeinu, Ubeis Kodshenu. Learning Tairus and Beis HaMikdash. And we're talking about Shali Sufabesh, Aze Lavan, what's it doing in the Chor Beis HaMikdash? What are we crying about? Tamir Chum dying, about Tairus being burned and Shasim being burned. What's the connection? Samal says, Elushnaim Teres Elokeinu Beis Kodesheinu. These two, the Torah of Hashem and Beis Hamikdash, who Tachlis Hakol. Yeah, the Maral says Tachlis Hakol. It's a Tachlis of everything. It puts everything together. Beis Hamikdash and Torah. Kameishon Arum Yehirotz and Sheyebana Beis Hamikdash Mehem Yameinu Beseinch Lakeinu Beserasach. That's what we daven every time. That's we finish every trila. And we say, That we see that in the davening that these two are always joined together, the Moral says, that these two are joined together. It's wondrous and it's deep. Muflag v'amayk. That's why, you know, the Bnei Yisrael said, it's brought up Bnei brings down in, in these mamar from Tamaz and Av. 
I think it's in the third line, I'm not sure to remember. But the, but the Bnei Sasa brings down that he had a Kabbalah from the Tzadikah. <coughs> that if you're learning a Gemara, you're learning a Sugi and Shaz, in Halach, and you're, you're struggling, you're struggling, you're struggling, you're really trying to work as hard as you can. And you can't get to the bottom of it, you can't figure it out. So the Bnei Sasa said that he heard from his teachers, from the Tzadikim, that you should stop for a little bit and yismamir ala galus to think about the Chorban Beis HaMikdash and about galus to cry to cry about the Beis HaMikdash and to daven for Gula for Mashiach you hear? and then you'll be able to understand the, the Gemara it'll help you to, it'll open your, your eyes your mind and your heart to understand the choices you're living the Gemara B'nai Sasa had a like so why is that? so he explains because the reason you can't understand that piece of Torah, every Yid has a certain amount of Torah he's, he can learn in his lifetime. The same Chalkeim of the Sarasacha. I don't know if any of us are holding, like they say, are you holding? What it really means, are you holding with your Chalik and Torah? It means each and every one of us, even though you might think that you're supposed to do something else in the world, each and every one of us has a Chalik of Torah that the Barisham created each and every one of us that we can learn. A part of his Torah. So Bnei Sosa says, that if you if you haven't been able to master your chelik of Torah, that means because your piece of Torah is missing, it's because your piece of the Beis Hamikdash hasn't been built. Every year has his chelik in Beis Hamikdash, his chelik in redemption. All those chazals. Like the Rapshitz has said, but the days of our lives we build the Besamikdash Kiddur and we tell our children that each mitzvah is putting a stone in the Besamikdash. It's true. So, why don't you understand your Chalik and Tyre? Because your Chalik of the Mikdash is, is destroyed. So, if you daven there for the Nesasa said, yeah, the Nesasa said, if you daven for what? If you daven, uh, if you feel the pain of the Churban in Golis and you daven for Gula and then go back to the Gemara, go back to the Gemara. So you'll have a you'll have a behirus, you have more clarity in the sugya, and he says the pshat. We come back to the pasuk we spoke about before. If there's something that's too hard for you to understand, you learn it. Whatever the sugya you're learning, you're learning Whatever it is, you're learning you're learning taharis. Whatever you're learning. There's one eitzah. If you're having a problem, you can't chop the learning. So what's what's the one eight? So the Kamta of Elisa in your mind rise up and go to that place that Hashem has chosen, which is the base of Mikdash. The Kamta of Elisa That's an eight. So he says a key If you don't understand something, you learn the Kamta of Elisa. Think about the Golas. Think about Chorben and Davim for Gula, and then you'll understand Hashiv Hashem. Chassam Seifer brings in the Jorah, it's, it's, it's really light, I, I, I don't time things the right way. Really, in the Jorah, the Chassam Seifer, in the third Chalik, has a murder thing there. The Chassam Seifer says that in, in, in the Jorah, he talks about how the Hamoin Am, he says, the Chassam Seifer says, the simple Jews, the simple Elech Yidin, he says, they feel gullus, they feel gullus all of the time. Because wherever they go into the marketplace, and every time, every time an anti-Semite, the guy spits at him, he yells at him, and he has to be Isaac and in money and all these things. He says the the, the Jews that are at work, they're always remembering the Beis Hamikdash. They're always remembering Golas. He said, but what about the Tamil Chachamim? 
What about Chassam Soifas? What about us? That we have this chus to sit in this medrash all day, that we don't have to go into the market. We don't have to go on the trains. What about us? Chassam Soifas says, every time that we can't understand what we're learning, that's what it's from. Remember, it's because of Chud Mesamikdash. Whenever you're trying to figure out and you can't get it, but for us, anytime you can't get it, you know that little time in between before you take out the art score when no one's looking? That's because of Galas. You understand? It's all because of Galas. all because of Chum Bissamikdash. That's where it comes from. And what's the shirish of this connection? Listen carefully. After Makatsir Mamish, it's so late. Just do Makatsir very quickly. What's the shirish of that? So it's also the Maral, but in the ninth parak of Netzach, Yisrael, the ninth parak, we've spoken about many times over the years. He says, How do we feel the Chorvim? He says, You look in the world, the world's like a, it's a good place, it's a happy place, there's a lot of good stuff in, in our lives, we never had it so good. With all of the Tsars, we never had it so good. Maral says, Because on that, Mr. Tifkanafshi, he's talking about the branch of Christ in the hidden place. Samal writes, "Ki hanashama sheyeshavus bechadri chadon bevadei chaseir kashachar b'shemikdash." If someone says to you, goes up to you and interviews you, let's say you walk out of the shul and there'll be somebody from CNN, and he's going to come to you and ask you, "Today is the ninth of Av. It's the day that the Jews mourn over the temple." And somebody asks you, "What is it about the destruction of the temple that is upsetting you? What is it that you're upset about in the destruction of the temple?" So you might say, "Yes, this guy next to me knows." Well, you might stop and think. What the Maral is saying is this. On the outside, if your person lives on the surface, some, then it doesn't bother you. It's a nice building. It's a nice building, and you can even see a, a model of it in, in Bayat Vagan. It's a nice building. You look at pictures, you can go onto the, you can go, I'm sure there's a website, mesamikdash.com or .org, whatever it's called. You go onto the website, and you'll have a, uh, a walk you through, like the, someone on the Chavayim told me, you have a uh, virtual Mesamikdash. So if I have it on the computer, what I need to... I have it already. The Ma'al says, Only the Neshama that lives in the inner chamber, that's in the inner chamber of a Jew, only the Neshama of a Jew feels the loss of the Besamekdish. When there was a Besamekdish, we had Kapara through the Karbanis. You know what that means? You know what it meant? The Havayit of Yom Kippur? And the Kapara that was through Karbanis? And the Vua, the Moral says, there was, a, there was prophecy. Vatayra, he says, What's missing from the Beis HaMikdash are those things that belong, those things that were of the Beis HaMikdash belong to the world of the Neshama. That's what's missing. Tyra comes from the inner chamber of a Jew. Tyra is Beis HaMikdash, Dick. Because the Beis HaMikdash and the Tyra is, are, are what? It's one thing. Tyre is the essence of who we are. You know, once the, somebody was saying a hesped, I don't remember which was Shiva, somebody passed away, and somebody was saying a hesped, and the Maspid said, the one that was saying the hesped, in Slobodki, he said, that the, the Tyre is the air that we breathe. And Rebaruch Be'er was, was there. Rebaruch Be'er, the Rashi from Kamenetz was there. Rebaruch Be'er, he was a, you know, he's a fire. Baruch Ber was very angry. He stood up. You know, Baruch Ber stood up. He says, "Name? What do you mean? The Torah is the air that we breathe." He says, "He says the Torah is life itself." Maybe that's what they meant. I don't know, but but the, but Baruch didn't like the way it sounded. It sounded like the, the, that there's life, and that the that the air is like it, 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 
Rebbe says, no, Torah is life itself. That's a Machayim, Rebbe yelled out. He was upset with what he said in the hospital. Torah is the inner chamber of a Jew. It's the Chadri Chador. It's the Kodesh Kadosh. It's the same thing. So when the Rambam explains in Persian Mishnayis, why is the Machloikis, when they begin the, all the Machloikis in the Torah. So the Rambam explains in, in, in Persian Mishnayis that all of that, of course, is the result of the Chorban, is the result of Golas. Machloikis in Torah is because the Besamiktus was sword in half. When Besamiktus was sword in half, so the Torah became broken, Kroim, Kroim, into pieces. And all the machlaikis, which the Ramam explains in Pesach besides, our misunderstanding, our inability to understand Torah properly, is because we don't have the Besamiktus, because Besamiktus is the inner chamber of our people, is the place of our Nishama, and the Nishama of a Jew is Torah. And without the Besamiktus, we don't have our, 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 that inner place of who we are. And the Torah, therefore, we don't have the Torah. The Ramah brings down, the Ramah brings down in Torah Sa'ayla, an amazing thing, some of you might have heard about that, this, that, that Plato, the great Greek philosopher Plato, that he came to Yerushalayim after the Chorban, and he met Yemiyoh Hanavi. And Yemiyoh Hanavi was crying over the Chorban. And Plato wanted to meet the great prophet Yemiyoh And when he met him, he saw him sobbing and wailing, and he was astounded. And he went and he asked Yemiyahu, You who are the wisest of the Jews, you are the Chacham of all the Jewish people who are known as the smartest people in the world. The Ramah brings it down in Teresayla. You are crying over a building that was burnt. Eitzim Navanim. So Yemiyahu said to Plato, You are known as the greatest philosopher and the wisest of the Goyim. Isn't that true? Plato says, yes. So it must be that there are certain philosophical questions that you've had your entire life. Yeah? That you haven't resolved. So Plato says, I have many such questions. Shemio says, what are they? And Plato went through a long list of questions. And Derek Agav says, that Ramah says, Derek Agav. I don't know what that means. Like maybe he was like eating or something. Derek Agav. Yemiyahu answered up all of Plato's questions. Like, uh, like nothing, like it was a joke. Like when the, like the Ragachev was looking over somebody's, you know, some, some scientist, uh, there was a mathematician that came to the Ragachev, one of the Einstein's biggest, I once told you, one of the Einstein's biggest Talmudian, came to the Ragachev, and the Ragachev, he said, the Ragachev said, what do you do? He says, math. He said, what does that mean? He gave him his book in the Ragachev, right like that, and he, and he asked a few questions, he slugged up the whole thing, he says, but I asked you, what do you do? Like, what do you, what do, you do in your whole life? So he said, that, that was just it. <laughs> that was my whole life. So the Rokhachev was like, you know, like, well, the Rokhachev was just looking in a place, just like this, and he looked a little bit in the... And... So, so Yemiyanovi fanfed up all of Plato's kashas that he had his whole life. Akedekach, that Plato, when he, when he heard this, Plato, the Ramah says, Plato is Mesupik, are you a human being or are you an angel? Are you a human being? So the answer of Yuminovi was all of this wisdom that you just heard from me, what you're so impressed by. All of this I drew, I have drawn from where? From that burning mess over there on the Harabayas. 
All of that comes from that building that's burning. All of the tire comes from that burning building. And Halakh we understand this. But there's no time. But in Halakh we understand. In the world of brisk, it's a very, very big yusayid. The yusayid of Kimitsi and Taitsi Sayyid of Hashem Yushalayim. What does that mean? That we know that the that the the, the ikka of the Mishkan was called the ikka of the Mishkan was rather the Aran with the Luchais, right? Why the Torah is in the Aran, and therefore the Mishkan was called Mishkan Ha'edus. It was called Mishkan Ha'edus because the Luchas are called Luchas Ha'edus. And and Rabbi Yisrael Zechisak Levrocha explains that the Beis Hamikdash without the Luchais does not have a din of Beis Hamikdash. In other words, the Beis Hamikdash without the Torah in it doesn't have a din of Beis HaMikdash. Without the Oren, without the Torah that's in the Oren, doesn't have a, a din of Beis HaMikdash. And he brings the Yushalmi in Shkolem, which the Dafyomi did recently, the Shkolem, the Yushalmi, that if the Oren is not found in the Beis HaMikdash, then the Yushalmi says, you can't bring Karbanas. So then everybody's asking, so the Rabbi Yashabeh asked, the Rav asked, <coughs> so what, well, how do you explain, what do you mean? The Oren was Nignas in the days of Yeshio, the Yeshio HaMelech, that's when the Oren was Nignas was put into Geniza, beneath the Beis HaMikdash. It's the Gemara in Hyrius and other places, that's, the Geniza was by, by Yeshio. So they didn't have an Oren, they didn't have the Oren with the Luchas in the Bayesheni. So how could they be Karbanis by the Bayesheni? So Yosheber explained that they did have the Oren, and they did have the Luchas, they did have the Torah, in the Bayesheni, it was in Geniza. But he says that the Mokim of the Geniza is called its Mokim of the Beis HaMikdash. What does that mean? It means that when Shlomo HaMelech built the Beis HaMikdash to begin with, he built it already with a place for the Geniza's Ha'aren. You're learning human now, the Dafyani. So he built it with a Mokim. The Geniza was for what? There was a place that was built. It was built L'Chadchil of the Beis HaMikdash that there are two places for the Aren. There's a place for the arm when things are going well. That's on top and here, you know, for everybody. Everybody sees. That's a place when things are going well. That's a cut and goggles and so on. And there's a place for the arm. Bishas what? Bishas golas. When the arm is in the, or in the Bayashaini, when it's Geniza. When it's hidden. So Yoshebeh says, that means... That since the din of the Beis Hamikdash depends upon there being the luchas and the, the luchas aedus, the Torah, that since the Beis Hamikdash was built lechatchila with a mokim geniza, it, me, it meant that there could be a bayashain, there could be a Beis Hamikdash that has a din of a Beis Hamikdash because there's still the luchas aedus. Now they're in the place of the geniza, but the geniza didn't the Beis Hamikdash. And that's what the Rambam says in the fourth paragraph. In the fourth paragraph. When Shlomo Melch built the Beis HaMikdash, and he knew that in the end, he knew that it was going to be destroyed. The Rambam writes, Bona by Mokim Lignois by Ha'arin Lamata, Bimatmanius, Ha'amukis Vakakalois. He built Lechatchila, Shalomelech, a place to hide the Aaron in the, in the uh, alleyways there, whatever, in, in, in the places beneath the Beis HaMikdash. V'yashiyo HaMelech Tziva V'gon Zoy B'mokim Shabona Shlomo. It couldn't be the Yashiyo would make a new, uh, would all of a sudden would dig down and to hide the tyrant, the Aaron. Shalomelech knew, and he built therefore the Din of Beis HaMikdash. And Rabbi Yashabir was Mechadish. That if not for the Aaron, 
And if this would not be the case, that we just learned, then there could not have been a Besamekdus, and there couldn't have been Karbonis. As we see from the Yushalmi, there couldn't have been Karbonis. Because the Chalois of the Besamekdus comes from the Torah that's there. Agav, that's how Rabbi Yeshua explains that according to Allah, Chazal tell us that the way that they would be conveyed, what's the correct girsa, what's the correct text of Tanakh? The correct text of Tanakh is, is determined by the, by the three Sifrei Torah that were in the base of Mikdash. And whenever we had two out of the three that had that, that text, that's how we pass in for all the Sefer Torahs in the world. So you could ask a Kashrab, Yeshua said, why don't we just take all the Sifrei Torah that we have, let's, make, let's check all the Sefer Torahs that we have all over the world, and we'll go by the Rav. We'll go by the Rav, and we'll go by the Rav, and we'll see whatever the most have, the text, and we'll go by that text. So Yeshua said, you can't. Because there's a special din of the Sifrei Torah that in the base of Migdash. Because Kimitsi and Tetzay Sard Vashem Yishlai means that the Messiah of Torah and the whole binyan of Torah is a din in Besamikdash. That's why the Luskas goes, that's why the Sanhedrin sat in Besamikdash. And that's the Gemara which Hamokim Goyrein by the place of the Sanhedrin, the Gemara in Sanhedrin, in Lamed Beis. But that's the Mokim Goyrein, that's Sugya Hamokim Goyrein. The place of the, of the Sanhedrin is in Besamikdash. And the bitl of the Sanhedrin, which we cry about, and which is the meaning of Azay Halavonin and Shali Surfabesh, all of that, the bitl of Torah and the Chachmeh Torah is all part of the Chumbes and Igdish. Because it's one din. And when the Sanhedrin is not in its place, it doesn't have a shame Sanhedrin. And when the Beis Amikdash doesn't have the Sanhedrin in its place, it's not a shame Beis Amikdash. There's something missing in the Chalois of the Beis Amikdash. That's what Yeshua explained. So when, so when Hordus wanted to make, he was doing all, Hordus was murdering all the Chachmei Torah. So when Hordus and Herod wanted to do some tshuva, whatever, so be misakin something, so he asked the one Chacham that he didn't murder was Bava ben Buta, right? It was the one he didn't get to. He didn't kill for whatever reason, he didn't kill Bava ben Buta. And he asked him, and he asked him, what can I do? I need to do tshuva. I killed all the Chacham, and what can I do? So he says, Who cover Irish Island? Baba Muta told him, You extinguished the light of the world. You killed all the Chachmei Torah. You killed all the Gedele Torah. You extinguished the light of Torah in the world. Go and fix up the Beis HaMikdash. Go make the Beis HaMikdash beautiful. Fix up the Beis HaMikdash. Yasek ba'irishal olam. It's Gemara that's the beginning of Basra. Yasek ba'irishal olam to light again the light of the world to be masakin the besamikdash because the besamikdash is v'seinchal kena b'seresecha. You bought a besamikdash from him and v'seinchal kena b'seresecha. That's that's why we have a nusach even when you see when a great tamachacham dies. If you've seen in Yerushalayim the notices that says nafla ateres reishayinu. The crown of our head has fallen. The pshat and that's not talking about chacham. Who's that talking about? Besamikdash. Nafla teres v'shayin. That the Tamachachim is called the crown. Nafla teres v'shayin. And therefore, every single time that we increase the strength of Tyre, and whatever efforts that we make, to build Tyre, to make Tyre great, with every yeshiva and every word of Tyre, every single second that we spend doing that is building 
the, is building the Beis HaMikdash, is building the Malchus, but the Torah has to be, what Rav Kook was saying, not just the Torah to make sure you get right that little Seif cotton, but how does it change your life to become Dovid Basham, to be a bigger Jew, to see the bigger picture, not to be a Jew of Golas Torah, but to be a Jew of, of Ejisrael Dikit Torah, of the Torah of Geula, of Torah of Geula, which is Torah of Mashiach, we should be Zayichib as Hashem, to see the Beis HaMikdash, to see the Torah, the Geula, the Korah of Yamein Omein.